I'm Gene Lance, and it's the Worker's Beat, which is everything about everything from the point of view of working families. The beautiful redhead will be back next week, but this week we got the beautiful Brittany. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning. And we like to start with things that you can do. They're celebrating their 150th anniversary today at St. Paul Methodist. Congratulations to St. Paul Methodist. Started in Freetown back in the old days, 150 years ago. August the 19th at 2 p.m., the Texas Young Active Labor Leaders are holding their state officer elections. They're doing it online. You're a member of that, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. August the 19th at 1 p.m., DFW Chapter Social at the Legal Cafe, 114 Main in Fort Worth. This has to do with the educators, Texas American Federation of Teachers. August the 19th at 3 p.m., there will be a fashion show and fundraiser at the Steelworkers Local 895, which is located 3626 Marvin D. Love Freeway. Contact David Bradford at 214-376-6717. That's the Steelworkers. August the 20th at 5 p.m., there'll be a free online labor workshop. You have to contact me for that, genelance.org. August the 22nd is National Solidarity Day. I don't know who's doing it, where it's going to be, or anything else. I just found out that there's supposed to be a National Union Solidarity Day on August 22nd. At 6 p.m. on that same day, the retired educators have a virtual meeting. August the 22nd at 6.30, Communication Workers of America and the Texas Climate Jobs Projects, quote, Back to School Town Hall will be held at 1408 North Washington Avenue. Contact Ernest at 214-826-6215. Or you could just ask Brittany. Absolutely. <laughs> You're working on that's, that's your project, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's my baby on National Solidarity Day. <laughs> All right. August the 22nd at 6.30 at your Union Hall, 1408 North Washington. Okay, August the 22nd will also be the day that the Teamsters are supposed to complete their voting on the UPS tentative contract. Now, if they accept it, uh, then they're done and they go back to work. But if they don't accept it, it's very likely they'll go on strike. August the 23rd at 6 p.m., a virtual meeting with the American Federation of, of Teachers Leaders it's called Schools in Crisis, Unpacking the Legislature. I wish they would unpack them. <laughs> uh, so August the 22nd, there will be a, uh, August 27th, I'm sorry. Remembrance of Chase Bowie, a friend of mine, in Uptown Theater in downtown Grand Prairie. I do not know the exact time, but you can probably find out by calling 972-264-2431. August the 29th, 26,000 American professional flight attendants will complete their voting on a strike authorization. Mm. And by the way, the auto workers are going to do a strike authorization during this coming week. September the 1st is International Day of Trade Unions for Peace. September the 7th at 8.30 in the morning, Dallas AFL-CIO Labor Day Breakfast at the Longhorn Ballroom, Yay. 216 Corinth. And contact jtomlinson.dallasaflco at gmail.com. You better hurry because uh, they're running out of time. On September the 4th at 10 o'clock, this, this is Labor Day, Tarrant County Central Labor Council Labor Fest at the Shack on Panther Island Pavilion, 395 Percy in Fort Worth. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Thanks for waiting. <laughs> they waited and waited, but I don't hear them. Yeah, we have someone on the line one, but yeah, we can't uh, hear it. So We can't hear them. Nope. They went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? They finished the fun drive, which <laughs> means which means that... Uh, means that uh, we won't be begging for money today and we want to thank though the many many people that contributed especially james and linda and especially Jeannie schultz because they really came through for us charles bitts made a one of the one of the big contributions rick levy made one of the big contributions bob cash made one and elizabeth wolf which is a name that we all know around the station and around top Texas Organizing Project. 
a veteran organizer from North Texas, Elizabeth Wolf, made a very nice contribution to keep us on the air. Isn't that nice, Rodney? That's very nice. It's good to know you have friends. Brings me to tears, really. <laughs> 972-647-1893. The phones are open. Sam is helping us today. The, the good-looking and gorgeous Sam. Not to mention the good-looking and gorgeous Pierre, who's right beside him. And uh, they are willing to take your calls. But, Brittany, while we're waiting, tell us about what you're going to do. On Tuesday, August 22nd at 6.30 p.m. at the uh, CWA Union Hall? Mm-hmm. That event? Okay. All right. So we are having what's called a back-to-school town hall centered around broadband. That means internet access in mm-hmm. the city of Dallas. Kids need that. Yeah. And poor kids don't usually get it. No. And uh, what we do have in Dallas are uh, hotspots that are provided by the school district in conjunction with the Dallas Public Library that they can use. And this came out during the pandemic when there was like zero access to Internet. The problem is now is um, even after the pandemic, that need is uh, the same, if not greater. And the speeds are not adequate to support the needs that they have to do to complete their classwork online. So, so are you inviting everybody to come or just oh, oh, certain no. people? Well, you know, I specifically invited city council members to this meeting so uh-huh. that we could ask questions. Okay, let's let's take this call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, how's it going? All right. Hey, hey I, I got a real, uh, real quick, I guess, I guess a complaint about the Teamsters Union. Uh, uh-huh, go ahead. If I, if I was a DPS employee or a new employee, I think twice about joining them. And, and this is just my experience uh, when I worked for them about 20 years ago. Uh, 20 uh, years ago, okay. Yeah. As soon as you got, as soon as you got hired, they were, they were real high pressure going to be. As soon as you, like, walked through the door. Then when, when you turned around and needed like, in my situation, there was a shift uh, mm-hmm. which between, between me and the lady that needed, uh, she needed my hours because her childcare situation, and I needed her hours because of, uh, it would work better with my schedule. So be a free switch. Mm-hmm. Well, when it did happen, and it, it went it went down. Um, when I showed up to, for her shift, um, the, I guess the people on her shift they didn't want her to switch her hours or whatever, and it didn't work out. So I went to my union representative because I was like, everything signed off on. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a done deal. Mm. And she was supposed to, my union rep in the house was supposed to represent me. And all the union rep did was just uh, blow me off. And every appointment that I sent with management or whatever, see why uh, I was getting penalized for not showing up for my regular shift. Where, where were you working then? At UPS. Uh-huh, I see. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Every time that I was supposed to show up for my appointment, my teamster rep would not be. I see. Yeah, also, and 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 what, and what you know, and I see her. So, when, when so you you called you called Kano in this morning to tell us about twenty years ago. Your uh, your union rep did not do as good job, right? I'm I'm telling. You, I hear that from other people now. That, that oh, you're hearing from other people. Ah, uh, what are they saying? I got rel- I got relatives. You're, you're kind of breaking up, so I'm not quite getting everything you're saying. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? We can sort of hear you, but you need to get right up to your phone and talk directly into it. I'm, I'm right up. I'm right up to the phone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What I'm saying is, I got current relatives that still work for you, Uh huh. And. They're still experiencing the same situation. So other people are telling you that they don't like their union too, right? Yeah, it's not just me. I see. It's other people that I know also. So there are some other people that also don't like their union. Okay. Do you you disagree? Do you disagree with the idea that? Yeah. Do you disagree with the idea that? that unions in general bring up people's living standards that we do better when because we have unions and i think what you're saying is that some 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 people in the certain union are not doing their good job right what i'm saying is is, is that particular union no I'm well 
that that person in that union, right? Okay, well let's give let's give Brittany a chance to respond. She's a really active member of a union, but it's not the same union. Yeah. The one you're complaining about is the Teamsters, and he had a bad grievance. A grievance went bad twenty years ago in the grievance. Go ahead, Brittany. Yeah, so um, I think this is an excellent platform to talk about things like this because with my union, I am a job steward and this issue <laughs> comes up a lot regardless of what union you are a part of. And that's that's the whole point of having solidarity, not just between different unions, but within our own union itself so that you're able to bring up those concerns and it should not fall on one person, one responsibility because then you get stories like this to where um, they, per they perpetuate themselves. So it's a responsibility not just of the steward, but of the employees themselves that are union members to hold each other accountable because we are siblings in this in the struggle and we're going through the same things together mm -hmm. so it's so sometimes when when a union steward doesn't do as well as they should have a person needs the solidarity of the whole union exactly you shouldn't mm -hmm. have to go to just that one person and that's that's the great thing they about don't. unions because they they're, they're not set up that way yeah no they don't they they can they can appeal it absolutely and uh in and in general we always support unions on this program. However, nobody said they were perfect. And certainly nobody ever said that every steward that ever uh, got elected to a <laughs> steward job was, uh, was uh, perfect at his or her job. 972-647-1893, if you want to call and make a point or ask a question. Brittany is an expert on broadband. Among other things, she's in the Communication Workers of America. So she's an expert on broadband. My, my expertise is mostly on retirees <laughs> nowadays and retiree issues. But we like to talk about anything you like to talk about. <laughs> did we had uh, Dominique Alexander at the council meeting yes. on Thursday night. What did you think of his presentation? Oh, that's great. He's actually one of our partners in this coalition to end the digital divide in Dallas. And, he, and I couldn't think of a more <laughs> perfect collaboration to make with Next Gen Action Network, which he's the co-founder of, because uh, he was pretty much responsible for having Wi-Fi towers put um, in various schools without Dallas ISD to provide internet access and bridging that divide and um, filling those gaps where the internet is lacking. Well, he's famous as a, as a, as a really radical yeah. uh, civil rights activist. Absolutely. Especially uh, after George Floyd was killed. Yeah. Uh-huh. But... How did he manage to get the school board to put up these uh, these communications towers? You know, um, I think that's really more of a question for him because at this point, I'm trying to follow in his footsteps. I'm taking notes from him because um, what his he he's so charismatic. Um, and even if he's seen as a radical, he knows how to get a point across in a way that everybody has to listen. Mm -hmm. You cannot ignore it. You think it's a good thing that the unions are trying to work as hard as we can with the civil rights movement? Absolutely, because um, things like this wouldn't happen without the, the collaboration between civil rights and labor. If you think of the March on Washington, for example, you know, that was that was uh, spurred on by A. Philip Randolph, in which we talked about last week, um, mm -hmm. who was a labor leader, but then he also um, was a civil rights activist as well, and he understood the importance of having that collaboration. Not a lot of people know about A. Philip Randolph, but the fact is, that in the labor movement for a long, long time, from the 1930s way up into the 60s, he was the main spokesperson for civil rights within the labor movement. Yeah. Not only the main spokesperson, he's pretty much the only one <laughs> at the top levels. Yeah. He was like he was the only black member of the executive board of the AFL-CIO during that whole period that I talk about all the time, in which. Labor did not did not respond as well as they could have or as well as they should have, in my opinion, back in the uh, last half of the uh, 20th century. But nevertheless, A. Philip Randolph did. And it was he, it wasn't Martin Luther King, who called the March on Washington in right. 1963. It was A. Philip Randolph. Right. So there's an A. Philip Randolph Institute today. Yes, Do you know about that? Yeah, I know a little bit about that. I happen to be a member. <laughs> You're a member? Yes. Uh-huh. So A. Philip Randolph spawned a, an organization now that's part of the labor movement mm -hmm. and fights to keep civil rights as an important part of the labor movement. Yes. 
one eight nine three. You give out the phone number, Brittany. <laughs> you, it's your turn. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. And what kind of people are you hoping will call? And what are you hoping they'll ask about broadband? Uh, yeah. Uh, talk. We can talk a little bit about broadband or a lot about broadband. We can talk about uh, issues that are affecting us, especially the young active labor leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be like basically the forty and up, uh, forty and under club. Um, things that are happening um, within our communities. Things that are happening at Starbucks. Things that are happening at Amazon. Things that are happening um, within your workplace that are centered around really the younger generation as of right now because we 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 have that fire we have that spirit of much like minister dominique alexander we come from the same generation so we we got a little i've been calling it a hot union summer going on right now and i want to keep it going mm, good uh the y'all group the young active labor leaders seems to have taken the lead on our speakers bureau we have to take a break okay we'll be right back so we're back on the workers beat. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We've got people waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, you on the air? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for taking my thank you for taking my call. Um, I like to um, get to know the young lady that's your co-host this morning. Me too. Um, <laughs> I'd like to know her name, and she founded a. A group called Common Veterans, is it? Anyway, I'd like for you to give me your name, your full name, how to get in touch with you, because I would like to make sure that the community recognizes you as a high achiever. One of the the biggest things that uh, black people did in the olden days was to recognize the high achievers to show that that was really the only way to eliminate racism so that people could see that we could achieve we could we could do um uh, inventions we could you know it was more than just running basketball we did lots of inventions mm-hmm. and um and and people organized uh, things for that so could you give us your name and a little bit about you and yeah good deal you? Well, now we'll, uh, we'll turn Brittany loose to talk about Brittany. So what did you do, Brittany? Oh, wow. That's the hardest thing to do is talk about yourself. But my name is Brittany Kewington. Um, last name spelled C-U-I-N-G-T-O-N. If you find anybody with that last name, we are definitely related. Um, and I am from Dallas, Texas, born and raised. I am an Air Force veteran, and I came back here to Dallas, Texas to have my family in and support the labor movement as a prim tech for for. AT&T, I install and repair internet. Um, but besides that, uh, I I am the first uh, co-chair for um, the Black Veterans Caucus, uh, which was the first um, uh, caucus within the Racial Justice Committee for Common Defense, which is the largest progressive uh, veterans organization in the country with over 30,000 members. Um, and I, I just want to uplift um the collaboration and the solidarity, the unity of not just veterans, because we are veterans within this world we live and we fight the same struggles every day as everyone else. So we don't have to keep differentiating between the two. We can uplift each other in that process. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, thanks so much. And we've got to take another call. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the union member. I'm a veteran. I just want to know, is, is the union, they're saying that everybody's, people are more favorable for unions, but are, are, are we getting any more union membership around here in, in, in the country? Are we getting more members? Okay, you want to answer that, Brittany? Um, sure, yeah. I, I would love to bring up a little bit more uh, stats later that I have with me, but uh, over 70% of the country feels like we should uh, have unions um uh, throughout the nation. So uh, that's a little bit to answer your question, but uh, not only are we getting more membership out of uh, current employees, bargain for employees, but we're actually getting a lot of calls even up at the, <laughs> at the local union hall about how to organize, how to form a union when there mm-hmm. isn't one um, in place. So, and yeah. do you help them? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, especially with y'all, we, we, go, we go show up at Starbucks locations and help those who are trying to organize mm-hmm. and stand behind them in that process. What's the number they call? Uh, 972 
647-1893. That's to call us here, but I mean, oh. what's the number they call if they want to form a union? Ooh, that's a good question because call, we've, we've been getting call calls with CWA. Hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can call they can call the union hall. Uh, they've been calling CWA um, just wherever they can get an answer it's or, a good or get place support. To start. Yeah. Union hall at CWA is 826. Oh, yes, 6215. Okay, 214-826-6215. That's her union hall, Communication <laughs> Workers of America. They will organize almost anybody. We have still people, <laughs> people waiting. And good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello, you on the air? Oh, good morning. Hi. I had a question about. Good morning. I had a question about uh, the state uh, union. I work at a uh, didn't say school facility, and I'm just wondering about how, how does that union work? Because they seem like they don't do a lot for the state employees at that facility. Mm-hmm. So you're you're part of the Texas State Employees Union. We have a caller. From, a lot of times, uh, a guy named uh, Hatton from uh, from Denton, Denton calls about Texas State Employees Union. They're actually part of the Communication Workers of America yeah, too. They are. Yeah. Uh, but their main their main thrust has always been to fight the legislature, and they yeah. they are fight, they are really fighting this year because the legislature yeah. is trying to stiff everybody. They cut out the teachers. All of the active teachers got nothing, and uh, the state workers got nothing. And uh, and they took a whole bunch of other steps that were just plain anti-worker, all the way to the point of keeping us from, from being able to provide water breaks for workers. This has been a horrible legislature. But I can tell you the Texas State Employees Union was down there lobbying, doing the best that they could. They were sure working on it. Did you ever go down to Austin with them? No, they they gave out flyers at the facility mm-hmm. uh, uh, wanting us to write out, you know, the things that we wanted done, the things, the changes that we need. But we did yeah. receive uh, a five percent raise not too long ago. You did get some raise. I didn't. I yes, was really not not aware of that because I know the yes, fight. The fight this year was uh, was. Uh, was really bitter. Yeah. I didn't get to go this yeah. year, but I have gone before. And uh, as you said, they gave out flyers and they asked people to go to Austin with them to lobby yeah. and also to march. They hold marches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would really recommend getting in at that level. There's a lot of state workers that are not members. Yeah. That need to join. Need to, yeah, it is quite a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to if they. Yeah. If they had, if they had all the state members, then the legislature would have to listen to them, wouldn't they? Yeah. It's, so you can't, uh, you can't, you can't get what you want. You can't get what you want if you don't have uh, the membership behind you. Right. 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 Okay. Well, I'll pass it along. I'll go ahead and sign up next time there. They're uh, outside of the gate before I go in because they usually stand out you uh-huh. know, by the gate and pass out flyers and stuff. So I'll go ahead and sign up next time. Well, I you can uh, you can just contact them. It's uh, I know what it is online. It's tseu hyphen union. No, tseu hyphen cwa hyphen union. Yeah. T S E U hyphen C W A hyphen Union, and that's their okay. their website. Or you can just put uh, Texas State Workers. You can just Google Texas yeah, State yeah, Workers. Yeah, yeah. I really rec- I really recommend everybody join the union if you possibly can, not only for yourself but for your brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, not everybody is as well off as you may be, uh, and they right, they right. really need help. Yes, yes. And they work hard out there. They really do. They're employees. No question about that. Yeah, yes. it's a difficult job sometimes. And and they get so little thanks for it from the legislature. It's, yes. It's yes. been a major issue for the whole labor movement. Yeah. How bad this legislature was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for calling, and you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. I was talking about the Speakers Bureau because we have something coming up, which is Labor Day. And part of the Labor Day process uh, 
is to try to get more labor speakers into churches. Brittany's going to do one. Yes, I am. What church is that? It's called the Freedom Church of the Poor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a, uh, they have an August uh, series, a virtual church, actually, via uh-huh. Zoom. All you have to do is Google Freedom Church of the Poor and sign up, and they'll send you newsletters and invites via Zoom uh, to attend. Uh, I'll be speaking tomorrow and um, the Sunday before Labor Day um, about the labor movement and how that's so pertinent to what we're doing um, um, as a whole. There's a whole lot of stuff in the Bible supporting working families, yeah. uh, especially immigrants. There's a lot of stuff in there about people from other lands or strangers and uh, taking care of them and making sure they get paid on time and everything. Yes. Which is, is uh, just like the unions. And there is a, a quote in the book of Matthew, and I can't quote it exactly, but it's something like this. What you have done to to the least of these you have done to me, Jesus said. What you have done to the least of me, to the least of these you have done to me. And that's very much like the labor slogan, which is an injury to one is an injury to all. Mm -hmm. So don't mess with one of us because you're going to have to take on all of us. (laughs) And and, uh, so we are trying to get that message out to various churches, synagogues, and mosques during the period around Labor Day, either the week, bef- either the day before Labor Day, or two weeks before that, or one week before that, or one week after that, and uh, we could, even if we just get a chance to talk for five minutes, we are looking to get into your church and say that labor and church faith organizations have something in common. That is, we all care about the common people. And we would like to get together and say that. And uh, the more together we are, the stronger we are, aren't we, Brittany? Yeah, absolutely. What's the phone number? 972-647-1893. Our program is in the AFL-CIO. Our program is called Labor in the Pulpit. It's a nationwide program, and they're, they're speaking in churches all over around Labor Day. And Labor Day itself is September the 4th. Uh, People are buying their tickets and people are getting lined up to go. Are you going to go? I am going. Your your union bought bought (laughs) your ticket, didn't they? Yes, they did. CWA. My union didn't buy any tickets this time. We're we're in desperate situation Mm. out there. We're we're not, we don't have the money we used to have. We used to always buy a a table Mm -hmm. of tickets. But, uh, this time they didn't uh, bring it, even bring it up. I'll be going on behalf of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, which is a very, very good organization. Yeah. You were talking about some of those statistics. I've got a list of those here. Oh, nice. You said 71% of people support unions, that's a, of all Americans. Mm-hmm. But what about younger people? Do you have any numbers on that? I think it's a little bit more. It's quite a bit more. <laughs> It, people who uh, support unions is, runs to 88%. Wow. If you're talking about people under 30, 88% of young Americans approve of unions. Isn't that, <laughs> that's astounding, isn't it? It is astounding, especially if you, if you run across people who don't even know what a union is. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, a lot of people don't if they don't listen to this show. Uh, they would think, uh, for example, referring back to the first caller that we had, my, people might have the idea that unions are perfect. Nothing's perfect, folks. Right. And uh, it's a matter of getting people together. Yeah. And uh, it's not like some one person or any, any one person or even one ideal represents the whole thing. Right. You have to get the people together, and then, mm-hmm. democratically, you decide how you're going to go forward. Here's another great statistic that came from out this month, this particular week. 75% of the people in America support the strikers. Sam says we have another call. Good morning, caller. Thanks for calling KNON. Not there. Not talking. <laughs> you got them on, but they're not talking. Went to sleep at the wheel. <laughs> Oh, hope I, not. Might, might be the same person they call for. <laughs> there's something called narcolepsy, you know, that when people go to sleep at yeah. odd times. Yeah. Maybe that's what that caller is. 972-647-1893. If you want to call, we like it. This is the summer of strikes. 
a strong majority of voters support the writers and the actors that are on strike. And there's a lot of hotel workers, too. Mm-hmm. All of that's, well, it's not all of it, but much of it is centered in Los Angeles, California. But people overwhelmingly agree with the key demands of the people. 67% of likely voters su- support striking workers. Only 18% oppose. That's mm-hmm. just voters. This support cuts across party lines with 68% of independents showing support for workers. <laughs> so it's Democrats, Republicans, and independents. And I guess the independents are the strongest, according Makes to sense. this particular poll. of the voters supporting the strikes would maintain their support, even if that dispute interrupts their favorite television programs. Hmm. And 74% think studios should be prohibited from replacing human beings with artificial intelligence. That's what the studios want to do, you know. Yeah. 972-647-1893. We have SAG-AFTRA recently uh, affiliated with the Dallas AFL-CIO. And what was that other organization that affiliated just uh, Thursday night? We swore in a new member for our executive board. Can you say it? <laughs> this is a long name. Um, I think I'm a need your help. B-C-G-T-M. Yeah, I can remember the acronym, but I can never Well, just remember, well. just remember Bakers and Confectioners. Okay, all right. Bakers and I Confectioners. Can. They they were members of the Dallas FLCO years and years and years ago. Well, now they're coming back and coming back strong in North Texas. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Glad to hear from you. Good morning, Jean. And young lady, how you doing? Hi. Hi. His brother Imani. Mm. Tell us, talk to us, Imani. Well, I was just sitting up doing a grind this morning, looking at my my university. I call it YouTube University. <laughs> um, Google University. You don't have to go to college no more. You just go there and get a piece of paper <laughs> from somebody else. But I want to ask you a question. I'm not going to do this rhyme. Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And I'm still watching, I'm watching the TV. I'm watching Russia, North Korea, China, and Iran just licking their chops. The greatest empire in the world, like the Roman Empire, you know, it fell because they were divided inside. Mm. And the Babylonian 539, the Paris, they got failed because, all because they were divided. Mm-hmm. I'm calling on behalf of this old veteran, old veteran, Vietnam veteran, Army and Navy, combat mm-hmm. veteran, watching this country fall apart, watching all the money. See, the people, I'm, I'm talking to the people that got all the money that's controlling, making the, the shooting these uh, bombs in the ocean and making these fish jump out of the water. It's mm-hmm. so hot down there. And they're testing these nuclear weapons. I'm talking about these guys who, who's so selfish. That's who Humpty Dumpty is. And they're going to destroy all of us. I know they have spaceships and stuff to go outside the atmosphere and trying to build a place on the moon. But I'm concerned. What, what are we people on the Earth going to do? And look, question to the young lady, all these people that building our infrastructure that we started in the first place, the black people, are y'all unionizing them? Okay, good question for Brittany Cointon. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's uh, that's been our our... Part of our uh, initiative with the broadband brigade for CWA, uh, because uh, as of now, you know, I install and repair Internet. um, But uh, who is building out that infrastructure and who are the workers that are out there in this 110, 112, 115 degree heat um, building out the fiber for us to take advantage of, whether it be personally or professionally? It's a utility at this point. And we want to make sure that those workers are protected as well. So we do go lobby with uh, organizations like Workers Defense, um, who represent those workers who are uh, are not able to unionize because they are um, subcontracted um, and getting paid nine to twelve dollars an hour to do work that is required uh, of this state and of this nation. And uh, the state of Texas has $3.3 billion to spend on this and they want to pay these workers 9 to $12 an hour with uh, no health benefits, no worker protections. There's still wage uh, wage theft going on, wage gouging. Um, they uh, eliminated uh, ordinances that protected them and gave them rest breaks. Um, that's House Bill 2127. Um, and I think we have a break coming up. Is it time for a break? Yep. 
All right, we'll be right back. Along now, sing with me. Blue Monday, how I hate Blue Monday. You know this song. Gotta work like a slave all day. If everybody sang along, wouldn't that be beautiful? The whole, we'd get the whole city of, of Dallas and the whole uh, North Texas people singing along with Fast Domino and that wonderful song, Blue Monday. 972-647-1893 is the number. The auto workers are going to be taking strike authorization votes this week. Now, that does not mean they're going on strike. It means that they are authorizing a strike if... Their leadership decides that it's going to be necessary. Nobody wants to go on strike. UAW will take strike authorization next week. The UAW's 150,000 automotive members produce nearly half of the light vehicles manufactured in the United States, according to global data. The UAW is demanding a 40% wage increase mm. over the life of the new four-year contract, so it'll be 10% a year. Yeah. It also wants automakers to reinstate regular cost of living adjustments to wages. Wow. That's called COLA, the cost of living adjustments. And they want them to end a tiered employment structure that offers lower compensation to many new workers. I could explain more about two tiers. Restore, they want them to restore the pensions. That's something that the retirees des desperately want. Yeah. They want the automakers to restore the pensions and retire retiree health care benefits to all workers. They've taken it away from some of them, you see. And wow. ensure that when they make electric, electric vehicle, battery, and vehicle plants, that they offer the same compensation and job security as those that they offered back in the gasoline area. Not, not very long ago, the auto workers had pretty much the best contracts in America. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they had the best pay, they had health care, they had cradle to grave health care, they had pensions until they died, and they took care of their spouses as well. And so the auto industry was very, very well organized and had really great benefits because they organized all of them. Not only the people who made the cars, but they also organized the people who made the parts mm. and, uh, and the distribu distribution points and all that. So once they had everybody organized, they were able to get great contracts. But they've right. been, the companies have been pushing back the companies have been offshoring a lot of their work, sending it to other countries. They've done just about everything they could to push the union back, and the union has been moving back. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, back in the 1980s, they began to believe the idea that the bosses were not our enemies, but rather it was Japanese workers. And so they began to say, uh, we have to take these concessions so that we can take more concessions than the Japanese workers do. That way we'll be able to sell more cars than the Japanese uh, automakers do. Wow. It never worked. It's never worked out to have one worker pitted against another worker. Mm -hmm. I was sick with depression about it once it became clear to me that the union was making that mistake. Well, they're not making it anymore. The they are not making any mistakes that I can tell. And they are ready for a fight. The question is, will they have to fight? The best way to not get into a fight with the bosses is to make sure that you're really, really, really tough and that they know it. So if everybody gets on on board with the auto workers union, everybody makes it clear that we're going to support them, even if they have to strike, then maybe we won't have to strike. Right. That's that's the way it works in the labor world. Right, Brittany? <laughs> that is exactly how it works. And CWA's been in that position a lot of times, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> you ever been on strike? You ever carried a picket sign on a strike? Uh, not in strike. Um, not in you carried picket say. signs for other people. I, oh, yes. I every saw time, you. Every time I've picked up a picket sign, it's been for someone other than me, someone other than my position. Um, that's what solidarity is about because we have to do this together. The, the, the safety and the, and the progression and the changes in the numbers in that, in that unity. Morning. Last Tuesday, I saw you out there at the airport. What yeah. were you doing there? Yeah, I may have, I may have been at DFW uh -huh. <laughs> International Airport at Terminal D. <laughs> <laughs> carrying a picket sign for my CWA siblings, um, the airport workers there. 
they uh, they're they're in a contract fight at the yeah. airport. Yeah, it's been about ten months now. And we had a pretty good picket line out there on Tuesday. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so big we had to split up into different groups, and I was like, oh yes, this is so awesome. This uh-huh. is. Like <laughs> so, uh, what brought you out there though? You don't work at the airport. I don't work at the airport. Um, but look, this this struggle isn't new to me. Like I said, I, I work outside, so that that was nothing for me, you know, to come in and and do this. Uh, I, I'd rather be sweating outside for for my union brothers and sisters that <laughs> that that uh, I won't say I won't say slaving, but working very hard for a company that that uh, isn't you know like gung ho for you know airport workers because it's a totally different industry. Mm-hmm. So those, these were uh, some kind of gatekeepers, uh, yeah. people who are people like the people that you buy your ticket from or something like right, that. Right, right. The mm-hmm. ticket agents, um, the, the ones who work in the, the carousels for the, mm-hmm. the baggage claim and things like that. People, yeah. I think they also push the wheelchairs, don't they? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Those are members of the Communication Workers of America yes, and they're in a contract fight. Yeah. So we went out there. I made a bunch of recordings and it's going to be on my next podcast, which is Workers Beat Extra. You can find my podcasts on the KNON website. It's knon.org. And if you just look for podcasts there, you'll find Workers Beat Extra. I make a little noise every week that way, and Pierre posts it for me. <laughs> and uh, they stay up. It's it's on a service called SoundCloud. They stay up for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I have 140 of them now. Uh, <laughs> I've done one every week for, for quite some time. And uh, this pr- next one will be about that picket line that we did. I recorded people. Okay. And who was that guy that was making all the noise? A big giant fella. Oh, okay. So, wh- <laughs> um, you'll have to forgive me. I call, him, a- I call him Brother Solidarity. <laughs> yeah, because he's definitely great with the solidarity chance. Mm-hmm. He travels like that, around. But- he but travels yes. around the country right. and goes to pickets and helps people uh, wherever their solidarity is needed. Tevita Uhutafe is Thank a native of Tonga. He's a native of Tonga. I've never had him here in the studio. We should try to get him here in the studio sometime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, he doesn't really need a radio station. You could hear him across the town. Yeah. He, <laughs> he doesn't need the microphone. He is a really big, stout fella and has a voice that will uh, that you can hear. You can hear him a couple of blocks away, I would say. And, uh, and he's just really good on solidarity. And he was doing chants like, Everywhere you go. People want to know who we are, so we tell them. That sounds pretty good when you get 100 people backing you up. Yeah, yeah. 972-647-1893. If you want to join in, get you don't have to listen to our opinions. You can get your own opinions done. I'm going to do a workshop tomorrow on networking. The reason that I'm doing it is because I think that we can get much more organized if we were using our phones rather than our computers. We basically are using our computers now. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Lost Hello. Them? Oh, there you are. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. You have doing a great show this morning. Oh, thanks so I much. Am a, I am a ex-union member of the IUEW. Oh, okay. Yes, but what I'm calling for is to let people know that the state of Texas is shaving off people off of the voters' rolls. I want to check their status. Yes, they are. They're Mm. doing it real slowly. Check your status. Uh Because they're trying to slide people off. Well, how do you check your status? Go online and put in your number. Voters.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can even call mm-hmm. Dallas County Voters Registration Office or whatever mm-hmm. and, and check your status. Mm-hmm. But please do that because that's what they're trying to do it on the on the down low. <laughs> but they're doing it. Yeah. And also, um, I'm I'm r- really upset to see Abbott claim the monies that Biden has sent here for the 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 uh, inflation. Uh-huh. Act. Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. Right. He's he's on TV like he had something to do with it. I want everybody in Texas to know none of the Republicans voted for that bill. That's right. But they're trying to run out and do all the the, the, the cutting of ribbons and smiling. 
like they had something to do. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right about let that. Let them get away with that. Our politicians, let Democrats, let them know mm-hmm. you did not vote for this. Yeah. That's all I'm I've got, show. I got the number for the Dallas Elections Office. Can I give that out? Yes, yes. Dallas Elections Office telephone number. If you want to check on your voter, uh, uh, your status, Mm -hmm. make sure that they didn't kick you off the rolls. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, Mm -hmm. if you didn't vote in the last two elections, you... You may it's get kicked off. They're looking right. They're looking to kick people mm-hmm. off, especially black people. It's yes, been going yes. on for a long time. Yes, so the, please do that. Thank okay, you. the Dallas Elections Office is 214. Uh-oh, mm-hmm. I've, got a, I've got a mistake on it. It's, it's 214-37-something-7937. Are you going to look it up, Brittany? Yeah, I'm going to look it up. But online, you can go You can go to texas.gov or votetexas.gov to check up on your status as well. Yeah, or dallascountyvotes.com if you're in yes. Dallas County. Yeah. Yes, yes. But, tell uh, your friends and neighbors, church members, whoever, check your status. Because okay. we got to vote in 24. Good idea, because we need to vote. We need to vote. Ted Cruz has got to go. Y'all have a blessed day. <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks for, and thanks for complimenting us on the program. Yes. 972-647-1893. You can check your vote online, and you can also call a number. But I don't have the number written down correctly. The number, new number is 214-819-6389. And that's for Dallas County Elections Department. 214 214- Eight one nine six three eight nine. Okay, six three eight nine. And next week we'll have Bonnie back. You can call Bonnie because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bonnie works for the Democratic Party, and uh, she knows all about uh, voter uh, suppression, which is a dirty shame. But they are trying to do it. Yeah. Now the lady mentioned the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Reduction Act, and mm-hmm. I have some figures on that. It has already created more than. 170,600 new clean energy jobs. And by 2030, it will result in nearly 1.5 million more while reducing greenhouse gas emissions by nearly 40%. And I didn't make that up. I got it from the AFL-CIO. So that's very, very important. 972-647-1893. We're not completely out of time, but... If you want to ask Brittany something, she's here. She's an activist with the Communication Workers of America and also in the Civil Rights Movement. Does the Civil Rights Movement and labor belong together? Absolutely. They're, I, I feel like they were created together. <laughs> mm-hmm. The uh, Martin Luther King made that very clear. He said that the race baiter and the labor hater are the same guy. They are. They're absolutely the same person. He spoke at the AFL-CIO convention. I think it was in 1956, and uh, he spoke at the UAW convention. I had uh, a record of that. Uh, it was an LP, long playing record really? of him. Yeah, and I put it over onto uh, cassette, and then I gave the record and the cassette to the University of North Texas. No, not the University of North Texas. Uni- University of Texas at Arlington. Oh. They have a labor archives, and so they have that record now. It's an LP record that was put out by the Auto Workers Union of, of Dr. Martin Luther King speaking at their convention. Wow. And it was really it was really nice to be able to hear the whole speech. And that's what he said during the speech. And I've always remembered that hmm. the race baiter and the labor hater are the same person. I need a shirt that says that. 972-647-1893. Do we have somebody now? Good morning. Thanks for calling K and the Win. Hello. Hi, you on the air. Hey, uh, this is Red Ghost. How you doing? Hey, uh, Jim, you got a great, you got a great sidekick over there. Brittany, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank hey, you. Jim, I, I asked you a question a while back about students that go through these projects at, at the, uh, I mean, students at the school, they go through these projects, these upcycling projects, and they sort of last for two or three years. And you said that the kids can organize a union inside of the school to make sure those programs work. Mm-hmm. And Brittany, you take on something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, CWA, Communications Workers of America, does have a sector called UCW, the United Campus Workers, um, that helps organize students. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Well, we had a program over here in, in the history of the historic district where we got artifacts, we got a lot of findings and stuff like that. And we're trying to get a couple of nonprofit organizations to help us to, to remove the stuff out of the, the containers because the fee is kicking us pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to, the last business that we were working with was over at Townview, and we were working with the, uh, <laughs> the law department, some of the engineering department and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was some of the stuff that some of the early students had found in the bottoms and stuff like that. So we're trying to get it out of the out of our hands and seeing if these students that were participating in that program a while back can come back for a reunion to finish this out. Good for and, you. Uh, it's like a garden center, yeah. The garden center and the upcycling program and the recycling program. That is great. Call in at the perfect time, to, especially today. I graduated from Townview in the School for the Talented and Gifted. There. Hey, so that's something that's, that's on my heart to do that. Yeah. Building is no longer there. But uh, we do have the awards and stuff. And it goes along with the 10th Street Historic District. And we're trying to put the stuff in the archives. It's in the library. Okay. Uh, down, down on the 7th floor. So in the support of Cano Inn. And you are a new voice along with Sam. And that's very good. <laughs> so, uh, this is This is great. So i like to see if I can't pass this on. I got some tickets. The mayor got the tickets. For the students of Townview, and I want you to talk to the mayor and see if you can get those tickets. All right, there's some there's some Wynwood old 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 theater tickets. Sam is listening. Sam, yes, can sir. you put your cell phone and comment? Sam is Sam is helping run the board today. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> so Sam, thanks you. And hey, Brit- hey. And Brittany, uh, thanks yeah, you. Yes, uh, James, you remember when we used to have a student stuff that a long time ago? We used to have an organization for the young people to come and be on the board when we were back at the White House. Yeah, mm-hmm. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Well, peace and love from you guys in 40 years. Welcome to KNON Radio. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll get back with you on that for the uh, organizing these students. Because I got to get the stuff out of here now. Got to get the stuff out. Alumni, alumni. We appreciate you very much. And everybody right, should get you. organized. And that's why we stay on the air. We we were able to stay on the air this time. Thanks so much to Jeannie, and Joel, Charlotte, Charles, Charles, Camille, Leon. Leon walked up and handed us cash. Linda and James, Rosie, Gus, Trish, Elizabeth, James, Oleva, Lisa, James, Doris, Donald, another Donald, Elvin, Charlie. Rick, Bob, and Tommy, who donated this last time, who pledged last time for KNO and keeping us on the air. We're about to get off the air, though. You want to say goodbye, Brittany? Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> goodbye, y'all. Goodbye, Gene. Goodbye, Brittany. And goodbye,